nopes, TV nopes, maybe I'll use this audio for a theme song. I honestly think that could work. You just like get some royalty-free music underneath there and have have a little a little fun with it, and you know. Hey, people, let's people and let's it. leave in. I think let's leave in that part too. That's great. Hey everybody, welcome back to TV Nope's podcast. This is probably the second or third episode, uh, the podcast about TV tropes pages that shouldn't exist. And if you don't know what TV tropes is. Uh, good news, you're just like our very funny guest we have today, James Fisher Jr. James, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm very confused, but excited. <laughs> well, I'm very excited to have you. Apologies, by the way, a dog moved in next door who seems to be barking some. I don't know if you can hear that, James, but uh, it'll be... I can, I can not at all. Okay, good. Well, if anyone at home hears that or on your drive or whatever, that'll be a fun treat. It'll, you, it's like having a dog right in the room with you, which <laughs> I do, but th- but my dogs, he's being pretty quiet right now. But that can change, too. He was yelling right before we started recording. Somebody, Somebody's going to have, like, like somebody who, like, fought in a war where they used dogs is going to have flashbacks. They'll be like, no, not again. They hear the <laughs> just, barking. Like, it's just. Yeah. And they also, and like, you think they used attack dogs, but they were just, yeah. they just used adorable dogs. No, no, it was just, ador- it was adorable CNI dogs and blind men, men with guns. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was just someone was, yeah, they were just, they needed the dog to sh- point out where they were. And then someone was coming in, they were trying to take their shot and the dog wouldn't stop licking their face. And they're like, stop, hey. <laughs> the Ray Charles Wars of 86. Oh. <laughs> uh... Lost a lot of good Ray Charleses in that war. <laughs> uh, so, James, you are a very funny comedian. Uh, we performed together like a bunch while I was mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, I'm sure we will again when the plague ends. If I, if I leave my house, we will. Like, I, I don't like people anymore. I, That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> but if you come back I, and, and you're on a show and they want me to, I will definitely do that show that you're on. Just for me, thank you. I appreciate that. 100%. So, James, uh, you are actually a great guest to have uh, because, you know, the concept of this podcast, it's about TV tropes pages that shouldn't exist. And a lot of people, for example, uh, Liz, my fiancé slash wife, we got courthouse married, but we haven't gotten, like, you know, we had to postpone our wedding for some reason. Okay. I won't so spoil you're, it. So you're, so you're married, but you're married, but you're not, like, you're not, like, to the family and friends who would, like, come to the actual event. Like, you're not, like, married, married. Like, you're technically married, but... Exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's the, um, the, in the eyes of the American government, yeah. we're married, if you recognize that. <laughs> but to everybody who ain't bought a gift yet, hey, we ain't married yet. Exactly. Reggie, quiet. Oh, Reggie. Quiet. See, right? I hope. Okay. <laughs> Somebody, oh, no. Reggie, quiet. That is a content warning. If anyone does have any dog flashbacks from that. Uh, Ray Charles hey, Wars of 86. Ray Charles <laughs> Wars of 86. Reggie, quiet. Quiet. We'll see. We'll probably won't leave all this in. Reggie. Okay. Go quiet. Shh. Go quiet. There's another dog yelling. It's setting him off. Quiet. Good quiet. Yeah, Good I have a quiet. small dog. I have a little teacup Yorkie, and he, like, he really just doesn't make noise. 
See, that's good. I mean, that's it's you know, I've seen the pictures. It's, your dog's adorable. Oh, I love him. He's a uh, he's a little booger, uh, but I <laughs> I love him to death. That's great. Well, we. All right, we'll see. I'll. Anyway, if either you just heard like uh, an entire minute of my dog Reggie barking, uh, or you we're cutting back in now. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that as a surprise. We'll see what we do. <laughs> oh, he's going to the door. He's probably gonna bark a little more. Reggie, quiet. That's right. This is the only podcast where you might hear a dog barking, depending what I decide to do when I was editing this. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is a podcast about uh, pages on the TV Tropes website. The TV Tropes website, for people who don't know, like our wonderful guest here, uh, is a wiki that anyone can edit that uh, keeps track of different tropes across media. So, you know, it might be like, Oh, uh, alcoholic hero or whatever. So like Iron Man and Captain Jack Sparrow are both like alcoholic asshole heroes. But they use like super 2011 nine gag epic bacon language uh, to describe them. And, you know. For people who don't know, nine gag is one of the sites that memes came from uh, before like Instagram. uh, Yeah. Was like, like the big thing. Yeah, it's just where all the memes were, all the rage comics. Yeah. All the ones where it's like that face when your girlfriend wants you to take out the trash and you're like, le what? (laughs) So it's like that, but for media criticism. So not, in my opinion, good, but not like insensitive when you're talking about like the Avengers, but... If you were talking about maybe like uh, Schindler's List, it's a little insensitive that the tropes have names like Boom Headshot (laughs) or like 12 Years a Slave has the trope Bigot with a Crush, which you're like, you could uh, maybe referred to these things in a different way. I like how you refer to the movie about killing Jews and the movies about mistreating blacks because I'm black and you're Jewish. And you're just like, we're definitely not going to get in trouble for these. <laughs> oh, well, we did. It is, and I'll, <laughs> I'll mention this. I Because I recorded an episode with another comedian who had... It's actually the first... And I'm telling this story on every episode leading up to when it comes out. So I don't know if it, there was a point doing this. But I recorded an episode with another comic that was actually the first episode it was for 12 years a slave and it's about the page you know we're not like goofing yeah. on the movie we're like looking at the page of these people who are using like tsundere anime and comic book speak to talk about the movie 12 years a slave yeah and i was like i don't i didn't want it to be the first one i released just because i want people to see it and just be like is this podcast like two white dudes doing like mystery science theater for 12 years a slave and i was like which would be funny to me. Like, I, just, I I get why people would be angry, but I would listen to it and be like, <laughs> All right, we're going to do, do another episode on the Patreon just for you, James. Yeah. Um, just, it's going to be the James Fisher Jew when there's a Patreon. There's not a page. Just watch me. I'm like, yeah, the podcast has, I haven't released any episodes yet, but I've already started releasing Patreon episodes, so... I want to I want to do a podcast where I'm not a I come in at the beginning and go, hey, here's two white boys and they're going to react to these hood movies like Boys in the Hood and South Central. And I, I, they're going to give their honest opinion. I'm giving them the blood. So if you get mad at anybody, 
get mad at me because I'm letting them just be racist. And I just want to do that. <laughs> and I don't say anything else for the rest of the podcast. You should do it as a prank to them. You should say that's what you're doing, but then just cut your part out of it at the beginning. <laughs> and then get sued. No, not... Yeah. They're like, wait, no, James told us he was going to have this whole disclaimer at the beginning. Um, but, but yeah, so, but, you know, I don't want it to only be like every Holocaust movie with a TV tropes page. So yeah. the idea of TV tropes pages shouldn't exist. I was like, all right, well, there's other TV tropes pages that probably shouldn't exist. And one of them, uh, is I think the TV tropes page for Goldilocks, a fairy tale that's yeah. like 30 seconds long. A written story that has never been on like TV, like as a show, like it shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sure someone in Hollywood, if they haven't yet, has tried to do the it's, adaptation. It's been a like cartoon. The... It's been a cartoon, but it yeah. hasn't been like an ongoing show. Someone should do like the Snow White and the Huntsman version where they're like, you thought you knew the tale of Goldilocks, but actually uh -huh. she's like fight. It's like fighting you know, werewolves and like, or sorry, bears, where bear wolves in like steampunk gear. It's either, either going to be really dark or they're going to try to be all inclusive and be like, Goldilocks is a girl who moves to New York with three fat gay guys, AKA bears. Like, it's going to be something stupid. Oh, that probably would. Yeah. You, and I would watch it that I out would... so you can sell that. No. <laughs> you want to no, pitch keep... that? <laughs> keep that in. And if somebody does it, like, I'll just be, I'm going to watch it. I'm okay. going to watch it, but I'm just, it's going to be dumb, but I'm going to yeah. watch. Uh, so, yeah, so there is a TV tropes page for Goldilocks uh, <laughs> and the three bears. And uh, it, the TV tropes page is like a hundred times as long as the story. Like if I were to say, I could probably say it right now and correct me if I miss any important plot points. Um, you got a girl uh, goes to a house uh, in the woods she finds uh, three bowls of porridge. One's too cold, one's too hot, and one's just right. Uh, she does that for beds and I think like chairs. I think there's something in between. Yeah, chair, there was a chair and, and then the beds. And then she finds a bed that's just right and she sleeps in that. And then the bears come home and rightfully so are like, hey, uh, what's this little white girl doing in our house? And then she freaks out like she's not the problem. Yeah, and exactly. That, like she's that's, the end, that's the end of the story. It's just, oh my God, I broke in this house, and now the people who own it are looking at me. Do you think it was the, Goldilocks one of the first Karens? She was 100%. The, well, not. I, she's the first one in story that I can remember. Yeah. She says, she's <laughs> like, can I speak to the manager of this bear home? She's like, first off, the porridge was mostly the wrong temperature. The beds were mostly uncomfortable, and then a bunch of bears came and tried to kill me. It's the worst Airbnb ever. It's just like, um... <laughs> One star on Yelp. Man, we went to the park for an hour. Yeah, we weren't gone that long. Uh, the, uh, so we could start um, looking through these if we want. So, like I said... Okay. Uh, the first, the very first one, and I did not know about this necessarily. It says the TV shows page for Goldilocks says it is an example of adaptational heroism. Yeah. Um. And in the first so, oh, one, I'm you see this? It says they 
she was an unnamed older woman who broke into a house out of spite since they refused to let her in, which is 100% a Karen thing. <laughs> Ma'am, you can't come in here. Yeah, but you're bears and you're not supposed to be in the house. Ma'am, we own this house. We don't have to let you in. And then she just breaks in. That's literally like, you remember that video that came out of that woman who was like filming someone who she was like, do you own this house? Or whatever. Yeah. I don't think you own this house. That's literally her, but she was talking to the bears. She's like, I don't think you own this house. This is a human neighborhood. I can't believe that bears... I saw a bear owning a house, and I said, well, that's not... Clearly, which, I know who which, owns it. Which, which, to be fair, to be fair, and this is the only, this is the only uh, olive branch I'll ever extend to those type of people. If I was in a neighborhood and I saw some bears walking in and out of the house, I'd probably call somebody, too. <laughs> that is, you know what? That's a fair point. I'm going to say that if you see a bear, a literal bear in the neighborhood, that might be one of the few instances where instead of minding your own business, maybe you go, I'm going to get the authorities involved on this one. That's the yeah. only time you see a bear wander in the neighborhood. You, you know, but hey, but that being said, I'm not going to vouch you. If that bear takes a phone camera video of you and you go viral, I'm not coming to your defense. <laughs> if that bear, if that bear takes his iPhone out of his butt pocket that every bear comes with, like, <laughs> yeah, would you just? I love the the image of the bear just in like bear voice going, "You want to say that again for the camera? <laughs> you want to say that again?" Um, yeah, this says, and I don't know where they're getting this from. I'm I'm just taking this anonymous internet weirdo's word for it. They said then the original story they punish her by trying to burn and drown her. Which, first of all, you're a bear, right? You can, yeah. you can just you have, eat her. Yeah, you have tools at your disposal here. So, autom so automatically, they're making the bear seem like they're more evil. Like this, this woman broke into the house, and then they punish. They're trying to make the bear seem like they're more evil by going. And then they did this excessive punishment. <laughs> Which is, it is excessive, especially for bears who have claws and sharp teeth. But, like, she broke into their house. Leave these serial killer bears alone. It says yeah, <laughs> that's their house. You Look, if you break into a bear's house and they set up a series of saw-like tra traps, yeah. that's on you. And it, and it, uh, it says when that didn't work, they impaled her on a steeple. Uh, and I'm, I'm having trouble remembering what a steeple is. It's the church when a church has like a uh, like a, a sorry. Well, I know I mentioned this at the beginning, but there are like Reggie's quieted down, but there's like three dogs all just yelling at each other like from across okay. the building. So I hope if you can't hear it, that's good. But just know if I ever seem uh, to the listener, if I ever seem slightly distracted, it's because there's like a bunch of dogs in the building shouting like, whoa, fuck me, fuck you! <laughs> just at each other. Oh, I just looked at what a steeple was. It's the thing at the top of a church, uh, like basically a lightning, like, it looks like a lightning rod or antenna on top of the church. It's just that top pointy piece at the very top of like churches. Yeah, so they, I guess, impaled her on a church, which again, that's a lot of work if you're it's a bear. Very, it's very excessive, but you broke into my house, so you shouldn't get to tell me what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, it's later versions of the story have Goldilocks being a naive child who didn't know what she was getting herself into, causing the bears to either scare her away 
or befriend her. Uh, so that's so in all cases, like they made the bears out to be like 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 the bears broke into her house. That's not what happened. <laughs> that's not yeah. what, she's not the hero in this situation. You don't feel bad like why if somebody you don't feel bad for somebody if they rob a store and then when in robbing the store, they get shot by the store owner. Nobody feels bad for that person. You were robbing a store. Yeah. And they're trying to be like, you know, well, they were bears, right? They shouldn't have been. It's like, they were bears living in their house. Those bears, you know, they knew the castle doctrine. They go, look, you telling me if a little girl breaks into my house, starts stealing my stuff, I'm not allowed to protect my bear family? (laughs) I'm not allowed to protect my bear family by trying to drown the little girl, burn her, and then when she (laughs) doesn't die, instead of letting her go, walking all the way down the street to the church, and putting it on top of that, like <laughs> that's look. That's my Second Amendment right to burn, drown, and then take that little girl to the top of the church and put her on the steeple. <laughs> um, this is one. There's further down. Uh, they say it's an example of the rule of three trope. It just feels mm. like like the first example of the rule of three. I don't know if that's. Like, as a kid, at least, that's probably one of the first stories with, like, three different things you learn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, once, yeah, you learn the concept of, like, you learn the concept of just right. Because until then, the only thing you have is, like, you just have what you have. You have the food your parents give you, the toys they give you, the bed they give you. So you don't know of anything better. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't know I didn't know of anything better until I went to other people's houses and saw better. Like, I grew up, I, I grew up poor. And I didn't, I thought everybody was poor until I went to other people's houses and I was like, oh, y'all, um, y'all, y'all not just eating bologna at the pack? Y'all got bread? <laughs> You're like, you guys have three temperatures of porridge here. You know, like, yeah, like, so you don't know. So that was like a kid's like first example of what do you mean it could be, it could be just perfect. What do you mean it could yeah. be too hot? <laughs> just right. That's like the one, yeah. That's. I guess you can feel a little bad for Goldilocks if no. you're thinking that she. No? no, all right, never I'm mind. Not, I'm not giving her any nope. inches. Done. No. no, we're because, not even going there. Because this next, this next, this next point on there says adaptational villainy. It says the bears are often depicted as the villains, despite being heroes in the older version. They were heroes. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, when they were, you know, they when they were burnt her, drowned when they, her. When they burned her, because even I'm like, that's excessive. But they, she did break in. I wouldn't call them heroes, though. I definitely wouldn't call them heroes in the older version. But they definitely aren't the villains uh, because yeah. she broke into their house, like, and they're telling her no in the old version. But like, they, no, they're not. They're not heroes, or like, they just. I don't know. This is a weird. They're bears. Yeah, they're just bears who happen to have a house, <laughs> like the show Little Bear. Also, if you, is Little Bear was a cartoon on uh, Nick Jr. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. Wasn't it weird that Little Bear ran around naked all day, but Mama Bear and Papa Bear had on clothes, like like Papa Bear had on three piece suit. That's but always he, so weird. Right? I don't. I never saw him go to work. Why? Where was he wearing that three piece suit? from a guy wandered into their house and he mauled him and burned him and drowned him and took his suit. Alright, well, fair enough. Alright, well. 
Well, that's like the uh, that's like all that stuff. Like obviously, like when Mickey, you know, Mickey Mouse doesn't wear a shirt. Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. They just have like one thing. Does Mickey not? Yeah, Mickey don't wear a shirt. Mickey he never wears a shirt, except in like Kingdom Hearts, where he's like a magic well, he's wizard. A, well, he's a king in Kingdom Hearts, so you can't That's, be a king yeah. walking around with your chest out. No, he's a Final Fantasy style king. So this guy has those belts and chains. Also, they found out that Mickey Mouse is is too nerdy, but Mickey Mouse is stronger than Yoda. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up Mickey Mouse versus Yoda, and you'll see a video to explain everything. I saw that. Wait, versus Yoda. Yes. Well, Yoda could be, now that Star Wars is owned by Disney, they could put Yoda in Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah, like, they, they could put Yoda in Kingdom Hearts now. That's the version they use. They use Kingdom Hearts Mickey Mouse versus Yoda, and he's just better. <laughs> he's just, See, I believe that, because Kingdom Hearts better. Mickey Mouse is like, like, all the Final Fantasy guys are, like, powerful enough to, like, crash a planet into... Another planet. Uh, it's, it's just look like if you haven't seen it, just look it up later. Like that'll be a little nerdy treat for you. Cause that's, okay, I, that's yeah. Mickey Mouse versus Yoda. Yeah, that's the homework. That's an early an early plug. The uh, so sl- lower down, uh, under the S's, we've got one, and I love I love that they said this. They said. A trope. The trope is sleeping single, and it says implied. How else could Papa Bear's bed be too hard, but Mama's bear's too soft? It says, and now I like that they say this. Of course, nowadays there are beds with adjustable hardnesses on each side, but still. And there's, it's like there's, there's Reggie, you can ad- quiet. Sorry. Hold on. There's beds where you could adjust the hardness on each side. Yeah, I've seen ads for it. I've never had it. I've never had one. There's beds apparently, like the sleep number. Well, now I'm just doing. I better get paid for this. I'm <laughs> right, sleep right. number. Know, I'm gonna. I know what I'm spending my stimulus check on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, hey, I, I, they, they look expensive though. I hope it gets you. I hope it Damn. gets you there. That's uh. I'm gonna do sleep number. Uh, use promo code if they've paid me. I'll have to edit this out if they don't pay me. If they pay me, <laughs> use promo code TV Nopes for I don't know. Let's say ten percent off your first sleep number bed. But that's, let's see if that's that, hey. If but, I left but, this in, that but, could. But, but sleeping single, that's so. When this story was out, like, do you remember sitcoms like like I Love Lucy and like The Honeymooners and stuff like the black and white sitcoms. They slept in separate beds because you weren't allowed to show like that was too risky risky for TV. You weren't allowed to show couples together in bed. So like Goldilocks was before that. And it was like it was just seen as like um too dirty or too risque to show a couple in bed together because that implies that they're doing something and not just sleeping. So they showed the beds apart. Exactly. It doesn't imply that like Papa Bear and Mama Bear are getting divorced. I don't yeah. think. No, I mean, they might that's, be. That's what they're trying to say. But like, this is a happy bear family who work together to kill this little girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of TV tropes slandering this lovely bear family just because they happen to sleep in separate beds. Maybe that's just how they're comfortable. You know, would you rather them all sleep in one bed with the baby? Like, how dare you? Yeah. Ugh. No. That's mm-hmm. just. Look. Also. It seems like they, all their beds are in one room, so maybe they can't 
you know, they maybe they can't afford a different bedroom for them and for the kid. And they're like, they, you know, when the kid's out at Bayer school, they can push the beds together. But I guess when they're all in the same room, maybe they're like, eh, we we want this option. Also, I'm 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 just I'm I'm so I'm looking at these like as we talk, I'm looking at these things. There's a lot of stuff trying to make the bear like even the ones where the bears are the heroes. There's a lot of stuff in there trying to make the bears out to be like villains. Like there's like right above sleeping single, it says schmuck banquet. The three bowls of freshly cooked porridge just sitting there unattended. It's like and he's like, oh, they were trying to lure passing by humans. Like that that was why the bowls were there. Is to lure like like in even in a Buzz Bunny cartoon where it's the uh Goldilocks and three bears. The bears did lure to intend they did intend to lure somebody in and then Bugs Bunny comes in. And it's just like they they were not trying to lure anybody in. The mama made porridge. It was too everybody's was too hot. So she was like, hey, while it cools off. Let's go take a walk. And they took a walk. <laughs> and then while they're out on a leisurely stroll, this villainous little blonde girl walks in. I'm tired of this page already. Trying to make these bears out to be horrible, drowning, burning people bears. Like, I'm. <laughs> Should we go? Do we want to jump to another page? No, no, we're going to stay on this. We're going to stay on this one. Know. We're going to have to squeeze this. We're going to squeeze Moses out of this one. The uh, We'll go later. We'll check on some other stuff. But the, uh, yeah, some of these are like snooping little kid. Uh, so, and some of these, she knew there was a trio of bears. Like, even after they turned into a little girl, she knew it was a trio of bears. Where in other ones, they try to make her, make it out to be like, oh, she thought it was an abandoned home. A very well-kept abandoned home. Like, the more I'm reading this, the more I'm just like, they are really trying to turn these bears into the villains of this story. And they're, like, at first... She was a grown woman. They had to turn into a little girl. Yeah. At first, she was a. a at first, she knew bears lived there, and they were home. And they were like, "No, you cannot come in." And she broke in. Then they had. Well, that's 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 stupid. That makes her the bad guy. So let's take the bears out and make them not home. But she still knows the bears live there. All right, let's make it so it's an abandoned house. Were porch still in it? Well, if the porch is still in it, that means the bears might be trying to trap her, but we can't write that. But let's just imply it. She walks in the house and says out loud, who would leave three bowls of porridge out? Oh, like, this is awful. And then they're trying to break up this bear's family with the sleeping single. The oh, vegetarian you're right. This is, uh, this is, they are going after the bear <laughs> they family. Are going, this is a smear campaign. This is, this is anti-bear propaganda. <laughs> it went from... This poor bear family who, look, are they maybe into disproportionate punishment? Maybe. Maybe they, you know, they burn and drown and uh, impale people on steeples. But only when those people have crossed a line, mm-hmm. when they break into a house, which I love that they she broke. I don't know what the original... I'm going to look up original three bears because I want to know, which is the idea because the page doesn't say in detail. Well, a lot of a lot of uh, Grimm's fairy. I, I think this is one of Grimm's fairy tales. A lot of the old Grimm's fairy tales had um, very like very intense and like bad endings. Yeah, like the, you was you're right. You were saying a lot of the original Grimm's fairy tales they had like very bad, like like uh, like Cinderella. Like the true ending of that is like 
like like quiet sorry like, sorry no you're good yeah you were saying the original yeah cinderella yeah, so the original cinderella at, <laughs> doggy so in in the original cinderella when she's trying to fit her uh foot like when one of the stepsisters is trying to fit her foot into the shoe she cuts off her toe to try to fit it in yes and then i remember yeah, yeah that and then and then like when at the end of the whole story when they find out oh uh, this is the princess. You guys were lying. They make the stepsisters and the stepmother dance on hot coals until they die. Like, that's the real ending of that. So a lot of the real Grimm's Fairy Tale, the real endings were, like, just massacres, like, terrible things. And then they're like, we gotta sell this to kids, so maybe don't have her cut off her toes and dance on hot coals. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so this is, like, if you look up the original, it's gonna be something, like, horrid. <laughs> They took out that one, they cut that song from the Disney Cinderella where they went like, when you step on hot coals and you cut off your toes. <laughs> this, uh, so I'm looking up on Wikipedia. There's an old story. So this says one of the oldest versions. Uh, oh, one of the old first versions, it was milk instead of porridge. Okay. Which... Does it say that down here? All I see down here it says vegetarian carnivores. So they introduced the bears cooking porridge. So technically, bears are omnivores, but they pointed out that they don't eat vegetarian meals like that. Oh, it so, says... so it's so it's basically saying, oh, they don't—they're not vegetarian, so they were trying to lure her in. I mean, I'm tired of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, even though bears do eat vegetables, they uh, don't normally cook porridge. So. <laughs> So lock them up. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were planning. That's that's this. They were trying to say that the bears are planning. They were like, "All right, so we're gonna also we don't know what kind of temperature she likes. So do three different temperatures. So after she breaks into our home, she'll come in. And they just there are they are trying to smear these bears. They're yeah. trying to frame them for this. Like this one was an old lady who wanted to break in out of spite, and they changed it to little girl lost in the woods finds a house. Why would Yeah, you so know? this old lady, it says this old lady has no motive for entering the house. And so she didn't even, I thought maybe the story was going to be that like, oh, she was like cold and they wouldn't let her in. So then she like, because she didn't know, so then she breaks in, whatever. This just says she has no motive and she was just curious. What the, what, what, you, you can't just break in just because you're curious about, like, wonder if bears live in there. <laughs> this, this is awful. This is, this is all, like, everybody, every 100%, like, I, I've, I've talked about this with my friends. I hate how the world and how we receive information is just one big game of telephone. Like, you, you remember the game Telephone? Yeah, when yeah. When you were a kid, you used to whisper, in, you whisper something in somebody's ear like, uh, I lost my socks. I lost my socks at school. And then somebody else would whisper, I lost my socks at school. But they would whisper it, and it would change a little bit by little bit every time it got whispered to another person. And by the time it goes around the circle and gets back to you, it's not I lost my socks at school. is my rocks are off in pools. Like, it's something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I get my rocks somewhere. off in pools. Yes. like yeah. And it was like, that's how we receive information now, is somebody says something, and then we don't look it up. We just go, oh, okay. And then we say it, and either we take something out or we add something to it. 
to accentuate and make the story more exciting. And then that's the new information. And that's what this is. That's what this is. Everybody thinks Goldilocks is a story about a little girl who goes into a house and then bears like either be friends with her or kick her out at the end. And they're like, big mean bears. They don't know that it was an older lady who broke into these bears' houses <laughs> after they were like, no, don't come in. And she was like, I'm coming in anyway. They yeah. Like, this is propaganda. <laughs> this is anti-bear propaganda. This and is I like, and there's a caveat at the end. There's a little, like, olive branch text, and they're just like, uh, villain has a point. In the stories, where they're supposed to be the bad guy, you can't really blame the bears for what they do to the protagonist. She invaded their home, broke their stuff, ate their food, and stole their food. Yes, you can't blame them, but you try to. By changing yeah. the story 87 different ways. <laughs> yeah, you can't do That's like when people do the thing where they're like, yeah, where you, you're framing it that way. You chose to tell the story that way. You could have told the truth. <laughs> Don't come in now pretending like, oh, man, but who really knows who's right? Well, you were tipping those scales pretty hard against yeah. the bears. That's just like, that's just like somebody in a relationship cheating on somebody. And then when they find out, they, they find out that their partner's cheating too. They go, well, that's why I slept with your friend. It's like, what? It's like, ah, you can't be mad. You was cheating too. It's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's not, like, yeah. You no, know, you can't do that. Maybe that's why Mama Bear and Papa Bear are sleeping in different beds. No, no, don't you, don't you help spread the propaganda. <laughs> they are a happy family who makes porridge and goes on walks. I'm about to make some porridge right now, going on a walk. Are you going to make some porridge? Yeah, that would be great. You just get hungry afterwards. You're just like, I kind of want some porridge now after talking about that. <laughs> you just open up like DoorDash. You're like, man, some porridge near me? <laughs> oh, let's see. This one. And then you're like, oh, the porridge place is closed. But I really want a porridge. There's a further porridge place. I guess but I got I got pick up from there. They don't deliver. <laughs> now you got me wanting porridge. This, uh, if you click at the top, uh, there's a, there are like tabs. There's a, your mileage may vary. Okay. YMMV. And then, uh, the, yeah. So they, they go back to, uh, this is, this, there's a couple interesting things here. Well, interesting is a relative term. But uh, there's a trope. It says newer than they think. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the few down. It says, while the folktale goes back at least a couple hundred years, the name Goldilocks didn't appear until 1904. In older versions, she was silver hair or silver locks or golden hair. And like, is that inflation? Or were they just like... I, I, I think... I think um... Because when, when was this story, like, pop, popularized, like, in storybooks in America? I'm guessing that it was popularized in storybooks in America around maybe the 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe. Like, actual storybooks were, like, not that this story didn't exist, but it was popularized in America around those times when, like, kids used to sit around the radio. Like, there were no TVs. Kids used to read storybooks and sit around the radio. That's what they did. Uh, they were just like, turn on the radio. Yes. They're about, it, it's the new episode of the three Goldilocks is coming. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I think it appealed more 
like that all American, that all American um, dream of like, I think it appeals more, it appealed more to Americans at the time to turn her blonde, to be like, yeah, she's a blonde white girl. Like, like oh, I guess she also, she used to be an old lady. I didn't even think of yeah. it. So if she used to be an old lady and she was also Silverlocks. I guess there's an answer. Yeah, but like, they, she could be a blonde old lady. They they know what they're doing. That's true. Turn her young. <laughs> they turned her young and they turned her blonde. Like, they knew what they were doing. That's what and they, I, yeah. They always, they do the remake and they're like, it's like uh, Uncle, it's like uh, Aunt May and Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, they're like these kids. Younger. It's like 1900. They're like, the kids these days, they don't want to see an old lady in the story. They want a little girl. Put a little girl in the story. Can we cast a young girl as Goldilocks? Also, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm looking through all of this stuff at the top because I, like, I noticed some. It says the alternate Aesop interpretation. Like the alternate way you could look at the story is if you're going to break into someone's house, make sure you know the homeowners, who the homeowners are, and you don't stay at the scene of the crime. Better yet, don't mess with bears. That is that is one takeaway you could instead of <laughs> which is the proper takeaway from the story, I feel. Yeah. Don't stay at the scene of, of the crime and don't mess with bears. She knows that don't stay at the scene of the crime. Yeah, I do like the idea that the lesson is don't fall asleep in the house you broke into. Yeah. That's the best lesson. Yeah. Otherwise that's it's like, just a story about it. You just told somebody a story about how you broke in somebody's house one day and got caught and somehow yeah. didn't go to jail. The uh, it, they also they hit on in this tab the your the your mileage may vary tab they hit on that the idea that mama bear and papa bear it says rather mimetically known for being a dark interpretation of the tale mama bear and papa bear sleep in separate beds which suggests their marriage is falling apart not necessarily the case as the linked trope describes it so this is like sorry so this is to to. To clarify what this is, is there is a page, uh, a tab for values dissonance, which is a trope about, like if you click it, it's a trope about older stories with different values. Yeah, they slept in different, like I said, with the sitcoms and stuff, like they slept in different beds and they would push them together when they, you know. But yeah, like, which, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, as it says, uh, so, so, but they're basing this off, not the story itself, but it says mimetically known, so they're, for it being a dark interpretation of the tale. So they're saying, there's a meme, you know, that's like, who's the guy, you know the meme of the guy, like, in the club, who's having, like, a sudden realization? What, 50 Cent? Yeah, I'm yeah. Pockets full of bulbs. Like he realizes that his pockets full of bub, and he got what she need if she trying to fuck. That's what are you talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. There's a meme of like a guy, of like, okay, you know, like scumbag Steve or like those kind of memes. Yeah. Okay, so there's one of some guy here. Maybe I can send it to you on chat. Um. When I pull up out front, see the bands on dubs, I'm just gonna keep singing 50 Cent. <laughs> you chat. That's a good way to put. Well, wait, is this gonna get content claimed? Like he just realized his flow, his show bought him the dough that bought him all his fancy oh, things. Oh man, oh, I'm gonna get a letter he from 50 top. Cent's manager, just being <laughs> like, me, I ain't changed up night. <laughs> um. 
Okay. Here, I'm sending you this. So this is a meme image. It's the first one I could find. I don't remember what this, you know, there's like scumbag Steve and there's like good guy Greg and there's this guy. I don't know what his meme name is, but he's standing at like. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the sudden realization, dude. Optimus Prime yeah. is spelled with seven letters. Seven is a prime number. Optimus is prime. Yeah. Which that is what I think is. about at the club. I'm at the club. Okay. He yeah, is once, at, he is at a club or at some kind of music festival, and he's just like people are kissing around him, doing drugs. Somebody's shitting in the corner, probably, and he's just like, "Oh, what? and I'm bullets so go excited. up, but they don't come down. They do come down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you drive on the parkway and park in the driveway. <laughs> how come uh, your how come your elbows are called elbows, but your knees aren't called leg bows? Like just don't." <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be me that's that's the dream right once everyone's fully vaccinated just stand in the club just going like optimus prime is a prime so much better to do. so so whatever this guy is so you know i feel like there was a meme of this guy going like mama bear and papa bear are sleeping in separate beds they're getting divorced you know <laughs> While he's at this concert. And then TV Tropes, whoever wrote this, was like, so we know there's a meme where people are like, wait a second, are the Bears getting divorced? And then they're saying that there's a values dissonance with that meme because, like you said, people used to sleep in separate beds. Although I love that it's not only does it say in this paragraph that people used to sleep, you know, in sitcoms and whatever in separate beds or in real life. Two yeah, maybe like different hardnesses and stuff in the bed, like you mentioned before, like, uh, and then some people snoring harder. It was basically just like, mar- like, these marriages weren't good anyway. You, like, it's just, you have to sleep in separate beds. Hey, bitch, across the room, like you. Yeah, you, they were you like sleep next to your wife and deal with her snoring in her softer mattress, sir. Yeah, that was like they're like, look, divorce is still illegal. The only th- way we're getting through this. Is if we each have a separate bed. We, <laughs> I married you at 17 because your dad threatened to shoot me because you were pregnant. And we don't <laughs> and have television. And I was 25, and for some reason there wasn't anything wrong with that back then. Yeah, that was at that. That was back when like the the officer came and said, "No, sorry, sir, you're 25, and you got this 17 year old girl pregnant." And he's like, "Oh yeah," and they're like, "Well, you know, you gotta get married." Can I t- can I tell you a funny story? <laughs> yeah, I hope. Yeah, it's a, the fight story inspired it's, by the. It, it definitely is inspired by this. It's funny because like, it it happened back then during all that time, uh, and my grandma. It's about my grandmother. And she told me this story. She was just like, so my grandmother, like, she used to try to get into. She was like, thirteen, fourteen, and like back then, like back then, like in the early nineteen hundreds, like you went like and started working and stuff like at the, around that age if you weren't in school and she was just like I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna uh, go to the club and the bar and stuff and they wouldn't let her in they wouldn't let her in because she was 14 they're like you, yeah. you, you gotta get out of here and then she starts uh, talking to this older man who's like 21 or 22 when she's 14 they get married because again wasn't illegal back then yeah wow wasn't illegal back then they get married she gets married to the 21 year old guy who ends up being my grand my grandfather? <laughs> they go to the club 
let they let them in. They're sitting at a table. And then the dude who said no to her every time she tried to go there and drink looked at her. And then she put a ring out and said, I's married now. And the dude looked at her and said, congratulations, still not old enough to drink. And gave her a watch. <laughs> she, get, she did all that and she still wasn't allowed to drink? <laughs> I think if your husband – and look, okay, so here's a couple layers there. So it seems like – I don't know everything about your family history. It seems like it worked out well enough that you're here and yeah. that – so that's so that's good. So I, I I'm gonna assume to some degree, it worked out. If it did, if it didn't, then you don't need. Then we you know we don't need to go into detail of that. But so but other but outside of that, I'm gonna say generally. Uh, and sorry, you know, listeners, this is a controversial opinion that it's uh, probably good that people aren't allowed to, you know, marry. Uh... No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have been allowed back then. But it was yeah. such a commonplace thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, of it course. It was such a commonplace thing. And like that was back. That was also back in a time where they didn't let kids be kids necessarily. Like because people died so early because medical advancements weren't what they. People died so early. Medical advancements weren't what they are at now. And people would literally like. This was a regular thing to lie. Like be fourteen or fifteen years old, lie about your age, so you can go to the army. So yeah. they were like fourteen and fifteen year olds fighting in the army because they lied and said yeah i'm 18 already and they were just like 18 year olds look young everybody's malnourished because <laughs> healthcare sucks yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's it I, I said it was funny because like the reality of it is not funny but like the fact that my grandmother like was able to remember back that far and tell me that story i was just like that's hilarious i was like that's hilarious that you experienced that and that was just a normal thing. Like it wasn't like it's bad because I live in a better time and I can look back on it and be like, that was awful. But if you were just living in that time, it wasn't bad. It's just what it was. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm saying I don't think obviously, uh, you know, I don't think that people uh, should be able. It's good that people can't get married like that anymore. But I'm they gonna shouldn't say, be able to. <laughs> no, but I'm going to say for the time that it was legal, I think if your husband, I think it should be like. The same way, like a you know, a parent can be like, yeah, hey, you can have one beer. I think if your husband says you can have a be- you can have a drink, then maybe, <laughs> right? Your husband just like, and a guy working at the club was like, nah, nah. <laughs> and here's another funny thing about it: the guy working at the club, because <clears throat> I don't think it was legal to marry a 14 year old. I just think it wasn't illegal. Okay, yeah. The guy working at the club, the guy working at the club was like. Look, I'm not gonna tell on you for marrying this 14 year old, but she can't drink. Like what? Just let her drink. <laughs> That's like the thing of like, just let her drink, man. Look, I yeah, I can look past the uh, marrying a child, but it's, it's I am not gonna. <laughs> it's weird that this kid isn't here, and the government was just like, okay, but like, yeah, come on, man, she can't have a whiskey. You think she goes, yeah, she's just like, they went to get the marriage license at the courthouse, and the judge was just like, all right, everything looks good. You're uh, you're not going to give her a beer, are you? <laughs> He's like, no, no, don't worry. <laughs> this was, and this was, like, this was like late 20s, early 30s, I think, like 1920s, 30s. Like, so it was just like, like I said, it was just a completely different time where just things just flew, and they slept in separate beds, and made up stories about blonde little girls breaking into people's houses and somehow she's not the villain. Like, it was a weird time to be can, living. 
I had such a, this is so like, <laughs> this is a, perhaps like a, a bad thought, but when you mentioned, cause in your, you know, you said you talked about how, and you know, I, I'd heard obviously like people, you know, would be like 14 in line, join the army. Now I just yeah. have this image for some reason of just like, uh, like the captain or like the lieutenant, like knocking on someone's door, like some 14 year old who said they were 18, but they're just like always in their dorm, like jerking off. They're just like, we gotta go to the war. Come on. And they're like, Oh, just a minute. Just a minute. Just sorry. Just a second. It's like, come on, private. Fighting the Germans. No, don't come in. Oh, this is where all the like magazine. I'm trying to think what they were. This is all the, the propaganda posters with Rosie the Riveter. This is God, all of them. That's, all, that's really all you needed. Yeah, that's all they had back then. They're just all just over like, the floor. And he's just, oh, my God, they're everywhere. These are the posters to inspire people to join the workforce. What's wrong with you, Private Sanders? <laughs> Private Johnson? That makes it sound like a... <laughs> yeah. but it, but that's the, like, quiet, Reggie, quiet. Oh, Reggie. I know. Reggie's, so, like, Reggie's like, yeah. Reggie's the third mic. <laughs> quiet that's reggie giving his opinions he was but upset like, by that but that's the that's the thing like even with these stories like the grimm's fairy tales where like super tragic stuff happened they dance on coals till they die uh the original little mermaid uh the prince falls in love with somebody else and she gets sad and she jumps into the sea and turns into sea foam and just dies like it was th- that was the original ending but like back in the day these like we we imagined we go, oh, that's terrible, but we're imagining it with our brains of now living in, like, this is the dumb way to say it, but now times, the present. <laughs> yeah. But, like, back then, it was just, a, people just, di- like, back in, like, the uh, early and even late 1800s, people just died because they were like, oh, he got sick, he got a cold. <laughs> was like, oh, what are we going to do? It's like, oh, I don't know, was, we'll, we'll give him apples or something. Like, they just died. They just died, and there was nothing they could do about it. People would just die. So, like, making stories where people died in tragic ways, it was just, like, it wasn't that unheard of, and it wasn't super sad like we imagine it now. And it's the same thing with teenagers. We imagine that situation with a teenager from now being like, oh, God, oh, God, don't come in yet. I'll I'll go to bayonet practice in a minute. Like, we imagine that, but that's not how teenagers were back then. Teenagers No, you had to grow up faster. They were doing that. Everyone was doing everything that we imagined five years earlier. Yeah, and anybody who wants to listen to this and, and correct the dates, like, you, fine, correct the dates, I'm saying, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. The teens were different back then. They weren't like teenagers now, all gawky and awkward, like, oh, oh, like, they weren't like that. They were, they were just, they were people, and they grew up fast, so they were basically grown-ups at a certain age, which is weird to think about, but that's what they were. Yeah, I mean, their brains were still, like, that is the thing, though, right? If you transported... Uh, if you transport, you know, they were fighting in the army, but if you transport one of them today, they'd still be, you know, just be watching Dragon Ball. But yeah, uh, but yeah that's yeah, that's that's just the weird thing. It's just like we like, I think often, and I think this goes into like just how we see things like in the world today, and how like I, I guess people like with with like people talk about like cancel culture or like people getting mad about stuff that happened way back then. Now it's just like, well, like. You're allowed to be upset, I guess, but like people and things were different back in a certain time. And it's just like you have to remember that. You have to remember that like 
we can't think about it with our brain of the present and look at the past and think about it the same way like because it wasn't that way yeah i think people i think it's you know it's always right there's always stuff on both uh both sides of the spectrum where sometimes someone will not be able to put that stuff into perspective and then sometimes you'll have like someone who just resists like any uh criticisms at all of stuff like i think it's just like because people are just like i kind of like i like to me and you know everyone might have their own take on this i think the thing where you're like because there was something recent where there was like some muppets episode where they just put like a little message in front that was mm-hmm. like hey there's something sensitive and some people were like oh upset about that i'm like i don't know that seems like a good way to do it you just say like hey uh we can just um we can put put like a little message and that's fine and you can just skip the message if you want you know no it's um like it's but i don't think enough people put that um uh, that consideration in that um and what's the word that you just used that um I, I i don't think they put that context on it like people just look at it and go oh this would make me mad now so i'll be mad about it now instead of being like this happened way back then Nobody like, like you shouldn't be able to watch a black and white movie and then get mad about the people who are still alive who are in that black and white movie who are completely yeah. different people now. It's just like, yo, they, they were allowed to do certain things back in. Oh, yeah. So you did it. Well, some of these people, I think, are like kids. Like they see yeah. something and they're like. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you are allowed, if you're allowed to do something back, if, so, if somebody tells you right now, like right now, like if you see a roach in your house. Stepping on it, there's no problem. There's nothing wrong with stepping on a roach because right now they're pests, they're bugs, blah, blah, blah. If in the next 10 years somebody develops some kind of technology that lets us talk to animals, then stepping on roaches will be like, no, you just killed something that we understand. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's bad. Now it's bad to do that. Oh, man. I'm imagining now the roaches being like, was I bothering you? And you're like, look, did you read the story about goldilocks and the three bears i'm allowed to defend my home <laughs> i'm allowed to defend my home but but you know it, it's a dumb example but it's just like yeah no 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 i think you're right yeah. no it is it is people because it is like i think the things that it's definitely keep in perspective and then also there because there's the other thing where sometimes people will pretend that like people back then because sometimes there's something where people will be like oh back then people didn't know and it's like well a lot of people did know. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people did know, and that, and that's fair. And I also I understand the anger of like, if people didn't have to, like, if they didn't make it illegal to do certain things, people would just keep doing them. So people would keep being yeah. shitty people if it was still legal to be shitty people. But I think the only thing we can, you, you never really know what anybody's thinking. So the only thing you can judge is what people do on the outside. And I think it's unfair to judge something that somebody did when it was okay to do it versus oh, now yeah. it's not no, okay. I think, yeah. Now it's not okay. So beyond a shadow of a doubt, they know if they do it now that it's not okay versus back then, if they did it, we might we don't know if they knew it was okay or not. We don't know if they put yeah, any more thought no, into definitely. it. So, so we can just, all we can do is judge, all right, now the rules have changed. Let's judge everything now by now rules and everything back then you can feel some type of way about it. You can even be you can be mad about it, but trying to like 
end somebody's career and take a show off TV. They did that with an episode of the Golden Girls where they, 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 uh, and the Golden Girls always talked about like how racism was wrong, how sexual assault yeah. against women needs to be dealt with. Like it was a very progressive show, even for the time. It was great. And they took an episode of Golden Girls off TV because they put on a mud mask one time and they're like, this simulates blackface. Yeah, I remember. I'm like, I saw I'm like, well, that. Like, that's also. That's white people getting mad for black people. Like, I didn't. That was a good episode. Why take that off? <laughs> because it, it kind of looks like it's like, no. Like, and even if even if it back then, back even if it kind of looks like that, or even if that's what they were going for, if back then that's what it was, and it was okay, don't get mad at it now. It's just like, y'all, just this episode is here. If you want to put a disclaimer, put it up. But everybody who watches the Golden Girls should not only understand that it, it's an older show. But also, these people are different people. Well, a lot of them aren't alive anymore. But it's just like, why? They're, they were different people when they filmed that than they are now. And you have to give yeah. it that consideration, and people just don't. Like, look at the content. I mean, I think that's also, in some cases, because, like, that's in some cases, I think too. the company also... Because, like, for that one, like, were there people, I don't remember, were there, like, I don't think there was anyone, like, protesting outside, uh, CB, who who made the Golden Girls, I don't remember. Uh, Golden not, Girls. I don't think anybody was protesting, but, like, in, in these problems that, that I've seen, in these problems, like, a lot of people will get mad about things. Yeah. But, like, it's not, like, and then they'll change it, but, like, it doesn't, it's not, like, a change like deep in the system where it needs to be. Yeah. It's an artificial like on the surface. Hey, look, we took this episode of Golden Girls away. And it's just like, yeah, but the people this episode would hurt, a majority of them didn't care. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, you know, NBC or whoever did Golden Girls, like if they wanted, they could be finding some writer who got ripped off or who had their thing, you know, got a bad deal or some actor or someone or actress who was like mistreated on set and they could go be trying to give them money or they could be, no. go be trying to help them material. But they, but they have someone who's just like, I don't know, will we get like a bunch of credit if we take off this one golden girls episode? Like, yeah. let's just do that. Let's get rid of the gold. You know, um, that was one when people, cause I remember there was a meme. I don't know how serious it was, but there was one going around about, uh, <gasps> tropic thunder because i guess some like teens found out found out about tropic thunder who only knew like robert downey jr from iron man that, that one yeah that one made me the most mad they got mad at robert downey jr playing a white guy who's so out of touch with regular people that he thinks he can play anybody even black people so he plays black like his character was supposed to show why that was wrong. That's why yeah, the character that's... was there. But it was a bunch of people just seeing clips from the movie and going, this is wrong. I'm like, did you watch the movie? They had the other guy. They had, um, oh, shoot, who's, the, that's who's just, the other guy? That's just like watching 12 Years a Slave and being mad at the guy who played the slave master. You know, <laughs> to be fair, to prepare for that role, Michael Fassbender uh, bought some slaves and spent a year living as a slave <laughs> owner so he could be, which I saw that. When I learned that, I was like, well, that's, I understand why to get in character. That is too far. That is not okay. I hope you're joking. <laughs> oh, no, I am. No, I, was, be... I was like, all right, because I don't want another <laughs> <be mad. laughs> 
I don't want another reason to be mad. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. What if he, I'm just imagining him now if people were, and he did like the notes app apology on Twitter and was like, you know, I've grown and whatever from when I, uh, from when I bought no, this no, place. No, no, um, no. I mean, but no, like, yeah, no. But it's like you, you can't see a clip from a movie, get mad, and then be like, well, you have to watch the whole movie because the reason you're mad might be why they put that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's who I was saying, Brandon T. Jackson. That's his whole his whole thing. He's, you know, he's yeah. His character's like, in the uh, movie to be black people's reaction to if that actually happened. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, you people? Like, and you know what's why I always thought was funny about Tropic Thunder is they're part of the whole. Yeah, that. Oh, sorry. I that line is that whole scene is incredible. That um, <laughs> but part but like they. Part of the whole thing was, like, the joke of the movie. One of the jokes of the movie was like, "Oh, there's uh, they would um, Hollywood would like cast a white guy to play this black role. Like that's like so in Hollywood. And then when the Oscars came around, they nominated. I don't think they nom they for supporting actor." Uh, I think they only nominated white people and Robert Downey Jr. playing a black person that year. Right, but here's the thing: that's not Robert Downey Jr.'s fault. That is a no, is no, no, no. It's not. I'm but I'm that saying, like, that's system. funny. Is they made fun of? No, no, of course. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm saying they made fun of. Uh, they made fun of something that actually happens, which is what comedy is. <laughs> yeah. What comedy is, you can't make fun of stuff that doesn't happen. You make fun of things that actually happen. Oscars 2009 nominees. I think it's, that's the year, right? Hmm. The best supporting actor. Yeah, it's, uh, that was when Heath Ledger won. They both, okay, that year, they nominated for supporting actors. So Heath Ledger. Josh Brolin playing, um, playing, uh, was that Men in Black? Oh, no, he was playing Dan White. Never mind. He, he was in Milk, but they nominated Sean Penn for best actor. So they nominated a straight guy playing a gay guy. They nominated a white guy playing a black guy. Like, it's like they did the thing that the movie was about. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's art imitating life perfectly like it's just that's a dumb thing to get mad about and again if if the studios or anybody was to like try to cancel robert downey jr it would be like it would it would be like like it would be like a band-aid it would be like a band-aid on a knife wound it's it's like taking aunt jemima yeah. off the box it's just like you're doing something that on the surface looks like you're helping but all the problems behind this that led to yeah. this you're not changing any of that yeah, because that's easy for them. Because they want to just get like they don't want to address the real but that, underlying but stuff. Gonna, like, they want to do whatever's gonna, cheap. Yeah, but then it's gonna keep happening, and then you're gonna keep putting band aids on it, and then people are going to get wise to the fact that you're not actually fixing things. You're yeah. not actually changing anything. You're just trying to look good. So I I realized it very early on. I realized it very early. Like they start they started making band aids. They started making band aids with uh like. Like, you know, they say they're skin tone band-aids, but they only fit, like, white people's complexion. They start making skin tone band-aids in every complexion. And I was just like, one, yes, this should have been done 
a long time ago. Two, uh, I don't care as much about the color of these band-aids as much as where this company might be like investing their money into, such as like as a lot of inherently racist organizations that the company might be donating to. I don't know that they are, but they might be. But if you are donating to those, ah, maybe don't do that. Or like people going, yeah. or people going like, oh my god, I we have for uh, Gay Pride Month, we have this this rainbow donut that we're going to put out, and it's like that's great. But if you keep donating money to anti-gay organizations. This gay donut doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah. Like, so it's, no, 100%. There's so much. Or, you know, when people will be like, Hershey's will have like a tweet that's like, you know, we love everyone of all kinds. And people will be like, aren't you, don't, isn't your lawyer defending child slavery like, yes, in front like, of the Supreme <laughs> Court? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't solve the surface problem. And that's really yeah. what all like this, like, everything that we went off on a tangent i'm sorry but that's really all like the canceling stuff to me has been doing it's a lot of surface level get rid of this guy get rid of that guy but the, uh but the org which they do need to get be getting rid of but like after that it's just like all right we solved the problem it's like no 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 there were people who are allowing this one bad person to do all these bad things we need to get them yeah. now and but they're not doing and then it. i think they're just like yeah. no nah, bill cosby's people... in jail that's it it's like but what about everybody else who was allowing him to be the messed up version of him <laughs> oh, they're yeah. just still no, doing yeah. their thing yeah no ever there's a whole uh scaffolding uh for that and just yeah so much of here well uh not that you're you're uh like I said, you're making we, a lot of great points we, we went off no, on I a want... tangent we went off on a tangent. Yeah, no, no no it's totally cool go to steer back somebody else just <laughs> What did you say? I said, went off on a tangent. Goldilocks is horrible, guys. Don't read yeah. it to your kids. That's the thing. And just because, you know, people are like, oh, well, uh, we get, we, we, you know, just because Goldilocks isn't breaking into houses anymore, that doesn't stop. I was trying to bring it back to the thing. It doesn't matter. She's I'm bad. Jump, She's... I'm <laughs> jumping aboard. Do you want to look at, because you you mentioned you might also be interested in looking at the page for Super Size Me. Do we have time? Because I, I feel like I, we, we, I feel like we're going to talk We about might it. not. You know what? Let's actually, maybe on a future episode. Yeah. Let's maybe do it on a future episode. Here's what I'll say. So we'll start winding down. Um... Maybe we'll have a future episode. So one thing I tried doing on other episodes, I'm gonna they have a button for random tropes at the top, and I'm gonna click it and I'm gonna have you try and guess. So you get the gist like of kind of how yeah. the tropes work. Like it's called, you know yeah. whatever, and then so I'm gonna do a few and we'll you'll see if you can guess what that trope means. Okay. Is that okay. Let's let's do a few of those. I down so um okay this trope is called unbalanced by rivals kid uh unbalanced by rivals kid i'm guessing that means like it's a protagonist and an antagonist and they're either evenly matched or the protagonist is losing and then the rivals kid comes along and like and help so that's like so that's that's the unbalance like some like some like darkwing duck like the little girl who like his daughter who always follows him around is like the villains lose or like 
or like uh what's his inspector gadget like he's always trying to fight somebody and he can't and then his daughter comes and the dog comes and they end up saving the day really but like he's still I the think, protagonist i think that's pretty correct i'm trying <laughs> to look up a specific example they explain it in the most confusing way possible um it's like every cartoon with a bumbling dad who's supposed to be the hero but the kid is actually smarter so they they come over there like i got you i got a dad yeah that sounds right there's an example you saw last airbender right yes so they have an example from avatar the last airbender it says paku becomes quite emotional when he realizes that katara's grandmother was his runaway bride but this makes him warm up to katara and teach her water bending Okay. So that's sort of his rival would have been Katara's grandfather. Yes. I guess. Okay. Okay. I think you're right. Uh not really. Like I was I was close, but then I, I was walking down the same street, but then uh when I got close to my destination I turned. <laughs> you turned, broke into a house with bears living in it. <laughs> um, okay, let's we'll do a few more and then we'll uh wind down. Okay. Oh, this one's this one might be too obvious. Yeah, the, the next well, well, one give is me shoulder sized. Give me an easy huh? one. Give me, give it to me. I want to see. Okay, shoulder sized dragon. Shoulder sized to dragon. I, I, yeah, that's not an easy one. I don't know why you were saying. <laughs> um, well, I think if you, I think. A sh- okay, so shoulder sized is hyphenated. Shoulder sized so, shoulder sized dragon. Shoulder sized dragon. Okay, so like like is it like the good and evil thing on your shoulder? Is it like that? Or is it like somebody who's small who's big? Like who like has more of an effect? You're overthinking it. I'm over okay. You're overthinking it. Shoulder sized dragon. I d I don't know. You gotta tell me. It's literally like a dragon that a small dragon that can fit on your shoulder. I don't know. Have I ever seen anything like that's dumb? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to look for a good example. I think. Well, okay, yeah. In Game of Thrones, when Daenerys first has oh, the dragons, oh, first. Oh, that's dumb. All right, next one. This on one. <laughs> that's dumb. Okay, next one. Uh, apologetic attacker. Uh, somebody who like, and this, this is also this is a very common trope in like TV in the stories in general. Somebody who doesn't want to attack you, or they don't want to hurt hurt you, but as a means to an end, they have to. Yeah, that's that's dead on. That's it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's a picture. It's very much there's a show called Barry, where as an assassin, and he's trying to like just be a regular person. And there are many scenes where he's just like, "I look, I know this is my job. I know I kill people. I don't want to kill you, but I have to." Yes, it's Barry's bad. a great example. That's Barry's a great show. Yeah. I wonder if they use it. Um. Oh, they use early Breaking Bad as an example. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like when he like, there's an episode when he gets kidnapped. Uh, he gets kidnapped and he has to stab a dude to death. And you can tell he just doesn't want to do it, but he's just like, I have to, otherwise I'm going to die. Yeah. Do we want to do, how many, we think two more? Two more. And then we'll wind down? Two more. All right. Do two more. Okay. Uh, Well, this is, I mean, the one that popped up is the whitest black guy. I feel like that's kind of a given. 
uh, with a black guy who doesn't act traditionally or stereotypically black. Like he just acts like, oh, hey, I like Brian Gumble. Like is. Yeah, okay. it says. Um... It's like, oh, I'm dating a black guy, Dad. What? You're dating a black guy, and then he comes over. He's like, oh, hello, Mister Smith. How are you doing? Ho 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 ho. Yes. Do you want to guess any of the examples? Uh, look who's coming to dinner. Uh... <laughs> uh, that might be too. They they have some more recent ones. They have they use Get Out and Sorry to Bother You as examples, but that feels like more serious than yeah get out get out is yeah that's a good example because he's not like a he's not like a stereotype he's black he's not like a stereotypical like what racist people would consider like he would be one of the good ones to racist people they have so of course they also have uh carlton (sighs) from uh fresh prince (laughs) that's like yeah so that's like which they do a lot of they good use... Fresh Prince episodes about racism. Yeah, they do, they do a lot of good ones. Yeah, the one with the um, the car they got they get pulled over. And he's like, I he's, and he was just like, you got pulled over just because you were black, but Carlton just won't believe it. Like he yeah. just won't believe. That's a good show. Yeah, they're doing that reunion. Did they already do it? They already did it. It's uh, and, <clears throat> and it was more of a, like a documentary looking back on stuff and less of an episode, but it was very good. Okay. Do we want to do uh, one more trope? Yeah, one more. Okay, this I'm gonna do a. This one's not really a trope. I'm gonna do a different one. This one, it was sock puppet, like a made up internet account. That's not like a trope. That's like just a thing. Yeah. Sock puppet um, puppets go. This, I'm. So, man, sorry, I'm getting a few ones that aren't good in a row. Okay, interesting. How about why don't you just shoot him? Uh, I'm guessing that's like a horror movie trope. Ooh, that would also be a good. That's a good guess. That'd be a good description of of what you're talking about. So this, um, that that would be a that would be a great a great alternate description. Like they always try to do something. They always try to like knock something over, hit him once. And then run away. It's just like no, just kill him. Like you have them, you have them in your sights. Just, just kill him. Stop trying to get around it. Just kill. So him. this one, yeah, this one is more on the like villain type. Like the villain is comes up with like a a zany plan, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the Joker has like a big. Oh, uh, like he has a big zany plan to kill everybody, and he and all of his plans are like that. And it's just like, yo, just kill him, and then he yeah, exactly. Be no more plans like this, which is a common. That me and my me and my friend had a conversation about Batman. We argued for three hours one time uh, whether Batman was good or evil, and huh. and the point we both agreed on was just like he can't kill the Joker because if he kills the Joker, then as evil as the Joker is. He's just as bad if he succumbs and kills the Joker because that's what the Joker wants. He wants Batman to kill him to prove that Batman isn't as good as he thinks he is. So if he kills the Joker, it stops all the problems, but then it proves that Batman is evil, and then he's going to have to deal with that for the rest of his life. So he's just like, I refuse to give in and let him win. But, which, like, which, yeah. Which ultimately is hurting a lot of people because he keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, which that's the thing, right? Is you go, is you, is you kind of like. It's not like if you, if Batman, if you ever kill the Joker, you'll be just as bad as him. And it's like, I don't know, the Joker, like, 
maimed and blew up a bunch of people and Batman might kill him to stop him from doing that. That doesn't sound as bad. Uh-oh, were you on the other side? Uh-oh, was I on the other side of the argument? We don't have three hours. We got to wind down. We'll, we'll have to do this another time. We'll have to do this another time. All right, All right never mind. I didn't mean to. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, but let's, uh, let's, let's wind down. This was, um, so do you, so before I, uh, before we get your plugs and whatever you want to do with that, do you now feel like you kind of understand what TV tropes is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, way more than I did before. How would you describe this pod? If you were, if you wanted to get someone to listen to this podcast who had maybe not seen TV tropes as a website, mm-hmm. What do you, I'm putting you on the spot, so you don't would, have to come up with something. I would tell them uh, as a po- as as a podcast about the website TV Tropes, and TV Tropes just kind of list the regular uh, motions that TV shows and stories go through, such as the Rule of Three, or how I described it to my friend the other day. I was like, like a TV trope is something like, oh, I have multiple dates on one night. Uh, like yeah, just, it's a perfect that, example. Like different. Things. I'm sure that's yeah. also and different things that happen on TV shows and in stories. And then it just goes down a list of here's all the different tropes that happen in this store. Here's all the different tropes that happen in this uh, TV show. And the podcast is just picking a TV show or a story and then going down a list of tropes, some that you may know and some that you may not have yeah. known were tropes. And now you're just like, you know what they do? They do that in a lot of things. So like, yeah. Yeah. And also, and I'll add in one where it, where it shouldn't exist. That's the tough thing to when I try and tell people. I had the first guest, uh, the first episode that came, that probably will have come out is uh, Parasite, the page for Parasite. And I told him it's about, he didn't believe that there was a TV show's page for Parasite because he did know the website. And he did know like the ridiculous way he refers to stuff. And like partway into the episode, I was like, all right, so let's look at the page for Parasite. He goes, wait, there's a TV show's page for Parasite? I was like, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> Because uh, there shouldn't, because it's like not the kind of thing, you know, that this makes sense to have for. But uh, it is. There's one for like all of them. There's a, a TV Tropes page for Geico commercials. <laughs> Why? Um, but James, thank you so much uh, for doing the podcast. Um, is there anything uh, you'd like to plug before we... Uh... Uh, yeah. So I have a sketch group. Uh, uh and we make sketches on my channel, Vaudeville TV, and we also put out music, and we also share other people's uh, work that they do. So anybody who does music or dances or stand-up or any kind of talent that they want to share, uh, we have an entertainment, entertainment network for that. It's called Vaudeville TV, uh, V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E TV, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We put out three videos a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right. Yeah, and uh you know, once uh keep follow James on uh Twitter on Instagram. It's just James Fisher Jr. on all those, right? Yeah, it should be. Um Instagram and, is, you know, Instagram is talent JF just cuz the person who has James Fisher Jr. like hasn't tweeted in like 7 years but he won't give it up. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe <laughs> they'll hear this podcast and they'll feel ashamed of their behavior. They'll finally come to their senses. Yeah, but James Fisher, James Fisher Jr. On, on everything. You'll be able to find me. Just James Fisher Jr. All right. Yeah. Go see him once. Uh, once when we're both on a show together, so he agrees to leave his house. Yes. Because if that doesn't happen, I'm standing here. I hate people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. And uh, you know. 
maybe now when you read Goldilocks, you'll see that uh, it wasn't. You'll see that exactly. he was a lying bitch. <laughs> yeah, what you thought. Um. All right, let's stop recording now. What? Uh.